ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready He's taking another one, and another, and Howard Foster has stopped it! Wow! That is going to be controversial! That's a crunching right hand, and that must finish it! It must finish it! Taylor trying to catch himself, using his jab, eats a right hand, another right hand! Yes, yes, yes. What's going on, going people? On Raps on TV. There we go. There we have it. Back, What's going back, on, back, back boxing back. family? How's it going? Um, what's going on, big man Sam? You good? Yeah, I'm all good, man. Good to wrap up the year before we go back to the motherland to look at the next top talent that. of the UK, you know, taking over the world. You Africa, go, baby. Man's going back to Nigeria for that Christmas spirit, yeah? Of course. Going to touch down in Ghana, you think? Yeah, GH, definitely for Afro Nation. To all my Afro Nation boxing fans, I'm going to be there talking all boxing with you. So nice, nice. You're going to definitely see man like Richie Comey. Yes. And we're going to get into that a bit more. Um, but guys, the agenda for this week... Um, to be fair, it's a packed one. We were even saying to ourselves, man, this is this year of boxing has been full on like multiple fight nights, fight nights on the same night, fight yeah. nights one on, one after each other, Friday, Saturday. Um, so yeah, no, lot to lot to d- delve into. Um, I mean, from headline topics, from obviously those that watched the boxing last weekend, we saw Crawford get the, the stoppage win over Mean Machine. Um, our brother Richard Comey got the loss against Chiafoma Lopez. Yeah. Interesting night out down in New York. Um, then we're going to go on to Mikey Garcia, who signed with Matchroom. So good news to see that he's getting paid. Yeah. He's all about the money, man. He's in the money now. Oh, you know what I mean? Definitely. His coach is definitely one that has always been about the money and about the green since... Uh, who, who, did he, who did he manage or who did he coach before? Was it... Uh, My Dana. called him Chino. Yeah. yeah My, My Dana. Dana. Yeah. My exactly. He's so, all about the green. So he gets that green. Um, and then we're going to talk about a show this weekend. Oh, sorry, this week, not even weekend. Matchroom are doing their next-gen show uh, being headlined by the likes of Richard Riakpour versus Jake Massey. Nigeria, uh, baby. There you go. Um, <laughs> you know, Luther Clay taking on Freddie Kua, another African clash. So, yeah, uh, looking forward to a couple of exciting fights down there. Don't forget our man like Craig Spider Richards will also be fighting Big up. as well as Shannon Courtney. Um, and then some crazy news. Um, for those of you that are checking or listening live um, or watching this in the present, in the future, sorry, as well. Um, Joshua, down Sky Sports News, talking about He's potentially thinking about helping Fury out with his sparring regime in the lead up to the Wilder fight, which, ladies and gentlemen, we're hoping should get announced in the next week or so. Um, so lots, lots to go through, but I think there's no better place to start than Madison Square Garden, MSG, MSG. MSG for you hasn't really been a, it's been a bittersweet kind of feeling, hasn't it? Um, your past year being at Madison Square Garden watching Joshua get dethroned and... Why the access? The access. I, I don't know about that. It was still a memorable moment. No, of course you got the you got the exclusive. You know, he was in Ruiz's <laughs> change room. You know, giving the raps on TV was there yet again, giving the underdog the most kind of light in the cameras per nah, se. Man. And <laughs> look what happened. Sam's trying to boost it now. <laughs> trying to get as much content in the changing room, bro. Can. Exactly, trying to get as much content as I visibly can. Um, hope you're hearing me good. Um, but yeah, no. So I mean, you're right. MSG's been. Uh, interesting place in terms of uh, upsets. Well, that's what happens over there, right? It's an iconic boxing uh, uh, arena. The Mecca. Um, I say, I would like to say I'm going to start with Crawford, but I think it's better to get that Comi Lopez sort of uh, performance. Yeah, let's get this like, out of the way. Get it out of the way. Um, um, man, I can't lie to you. I was gutted when I saw that punch hit him. Bro, do you know Ow. what it was? 
I really like Lopez. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, the biased, African bias in me was kind of cheering on Comi. And we, we all, we, to be fair to us, we did say, look, this is not going to be a straightforward task, but we feel that Comi's got the kind of uh, ring experience to be able to kind of foresee the win and kind of get himself over the line to get a decision. Um, we didn't expect him to lose in this fashion, but give him a bit of credit in terms of the way he was still able to get up and keep going but Lopez just really went all out and you know that kind of reminds me of back in Russia with the Kovalev Yard situation where Yard had his moment to kind of strike at Kovalev but Kovalev was able to sustain I was kind of hoping of the same kind of repeat in in scoring in terms of how that how it pans out for Komi but unfortunately Lopez just just too strong for him took it to him and that punch was not a punch from the gods but it was just an accurate crisp punching for Komi he's a hard-headed West African so you know Lopez has a lot of power uh congrats to Lopez and push onwards and upwards but commiserations to the camp Komi and uh, manager um Mr Mike yeah and you know we, sh- we just gotta it's gonna take a while for him to bounce back I think it's time now it's Christmas time for him to really either get in the gym or have the relaxation that he needs and the world deserves rest analyze what goes on in you know, what went wrong in the camp and just revisit New Year and try and build himself up again. You know, luckily we've got the New Year to really build on that and, you know, good luck to him. But what do you make? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know what, you hit the nail on the head there um, in terms of commiseration. There's no better place to start, really, I think, as I, as I led. You know, really felt gutted for him. Um, watching the fight, um, leading into it, if you was to ask me... Um, sorry, well, I've got a bit of background. I don't know if you hear that. Um, but um, if you was to ask me... Um, Honestly, how I felt going into that fight, um, uh, I was confident for Kwame. I felt that he had the experience. Um, yeah, um, I felt he had the experience, and um, it was one of those ones. Uh, Will, if you wanna come and do your thing, um, yeah, he, we, we just. I just felt he had the experience to see it through. I felt it was gonna be an open fight. I felt that he was gonna take uh, Lopez into deep waters. No, hundred percent. We thought that, but the second round, bro. And this is why. See that. But, but yeah. the, the, the best thing about it I think if people are also being honest because it's easy to be critical I think if you're being honest like they both kind of went for the same shot but you saw Lopez he just got there first sharp, right? he got there first but also he leaned up because I saw a video of um, uh, and when I say leaned up he just tightened up and put his put his guard up I saw a video of the commie versus East Robert Easter Jr so where you, where you saw the yeah. last round um, Robert Easter almost put him down and you saw then um, uh, you saw then essentially that it was the same punch in terms of how it was thrown um, yeah. and for me I would say you know that's probably a flaw of Kami of, of uh, defensively but I would say no matter what for me it's still a huge achievement um, as a champion um, and where he's come from and where he's got to yeah. so like yeah I'm disappointed but um, it's one of those ones where you just say look this is boxing um, this and is Lopez, boxing and Lopez to be fair to him um, he couldn't have won that fight in any better fashion to kind of say that he's a real talent. I mean, look, nobody stopped with Shikomi, let yeah. alone within the first half of a fight. So we'll come and do your thing. So guys, don't worry. If those of you are watching live thinking what's going on, this is how we operate, man. We've got a team on deck ready to support us and make Great. the necessary Big up Will, people. Big up Will. <laughs> <laughs> so we're all good. So just a quick swap over. Yes. And then you're going to do your magic. So, um, so yeah, so look, for me, um, it was a bit disappointing to see Kami lose, especially in that fashion, because 
you expect everyone's going to write him off. But did, um, we have, did we have Michael on the show not too long ago talking yes. about the aspirations and where we wanted to go with fighters and yeah. you know the big hopes of Kobe being the springboard and the yeah. platform to him having a lot of access to other fighters and exactly. other opportunities and grow, for the African the region. And, 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 and fighters and you know it, it was really I remember calling on to the show because I mm. couldn't make it but it, it's kind of like not not that the dream has been taken away mm. but because it's so dear to us we, mm. we kind of see it as he's been here we spoke about yeah. the aspiration we didn't even plan of him mm. kind of losing but Comey will come back he'll be back yeah. he'll, he'll definitely be back it'll take a while for him to kind of get back to the status he was at before but um Who's next? That's the question. For Lopez, though, upwards and onwards. Uh, am I right in thinking? Where, where, where's he descent from? Where's he, is he Mexican? Honduras. Honduras. Yeah, Honduras. Honduras. Okay. So, yeah. Um, different kind of fights, a different kind of audience to cater to. Uh, uh, he's but you can see top rank what they're going to try and do. I think fair play to them. Um, they're going to really try and kind of like make him that Latin American champ. Um, now that he's kind of a knockout artist, I think that's also a fair statement to make. <sighs> Don't know, man. I think it I is. I think if you that. look at his percentage, no, though, no, I think no, I think no. I think you got to look at look. He's, yeah, but look at look he's at his now opponents. in a high end. Eight, it doesn't matter. He's still a knockout artist. <sighs> yeah, but you say it doesn't that, matter. No, no, like, trust me. Even look at look at. In, I, I always know. say it on the basis of even look at uh, Joshua. Joshua couldn't knock out Ruiz, but Ruiz could knock out Joshua. It's as simple as that. So for me, you could. You so got you look at Ruiz a knockout artist. No, but what I'm saying is, if Joshua is a true knockout artist, like he could have done that. So he didn't. He he chose not to beat Ruiz by knockout he chose to keep it safe which was we all said he should do so you've got to look at it as Lopez goes out there and he's got one thing on his mind knock people out so I think as he grows up gets to the higher echelons he's not going to do that for long don't, you, man he just done it against Richard Comey bro nobody stopped Richard Comey yeah what? but listen credit to credit to Lopez but I, I think it's a bit far-fetched to be calling this young man he's 80% knockouts and, uh, no but 80% knockout how many fights um, 15 now 15 okay. and he's a world champion that's not past 20 though we need to uh, when he gets past 20 Man. and we start seeing the percentage still the same we're still in the knockouts because this is the so, first significant knockout we've seen in Lopez I would say um, but yeah you're going to see that because obviously he's an IBF title it's, he's fighting for. it's a high profile but if he does it again a lot of people could have finished that fight on points when Robert Easton Comey fought for that fight went to points decision so I'm saying I'm telling you for me at that way true it's at, not just about are you can't for me it's like this whole thing always looking at resumes I don't think you can always look at resumes you've got to do the eye test and be like how is he setting up the shots like when is he delivering to not Richard Comey out in the second round I mean I'm not even calling him a knockout artist out of that I'm like yeah the guy's power's real like I think we've seen that on display even think back the first round both guys landed a shot but there was one shot the left uh, that landed on Comey and Comey stumbled already so oh, of course he was shaking he's a hard puncher look I'm not I'm not taking that away from him mm. but I want to see him do it again he did not I think he just capitalised on not a lucky shot it was a shot that he anticipated and he calculated on it and you know he he, he really pounced and, and took the opportunity with both hands similar mm. like I make the yard kind of similarities he caught he, he caught Kovalev and you know it didn't pay off but mm. this time it did manage to pay off for Lopez my, my kind of saying with this is that He's done it once. He's got the fame. I want to see him defend it. Is is Comey entitled to a rematch? That that's the big question. Um, you could argue yes, but you don't. I can't see it happening. I mean, because there's no reason for it. I mean, when you lose in that kind of a style, how what you can't even if you know you want to talk about it from a technical point of view and say is that yeah, a mandatory? You know, um, no, from from Comey's, it was ordered via um for Comey. Yes, it okay, was. So, it was mandatory. so now. Lopez has got his decision, but obviously Lopez is saying he wants Lomachenko. 
And Aram seems to say he wants Lomachenko. So uh, I don't think he wants that. So I think he wants a few tuning fights to get him ready. To get him ready. Lomachenko is is in, what we call a beautiful box. It's, it's it's what we call boxing the sweet science. That is absolutely fine. Hundred percent. Is Lopez ready admit, for that? I don't. You can't. It's hard to say no because I tell you, I t- and I tell you why. Um, in my opinion. Lomachenko is always going to half as much as the ability and technique and skill is going to be over and above most of his opponents in the division. The power is where it's really going to be an issue for him, and he's still going to be fighting guys that are skillful enough to catch him. Um, don't forget, he got dropped by Linares. Linares, I was about to say. So look, yes, he came back. Now, yeah, right. So, so, so yeah. fair enough, he came back um, and and won the fight, but he still got dropped. So you're going to be thinking of a Lopez who's, what, 19, 20 years old? Yeah, but Lom- Lopez clearly, in my opinion, is going to be going up the divisions in terms of he's not staying at lightweight. So therefore, you would say he's naturally coming in on fight night maybe about 150, 146. Because <sighs> on the morning of the fight, they both weighed in at 144 pounds. Is there is there a clause in there about the dehydration? No, so you just... No, so he, Lomachenko might put that in. He will. Um, I mean, the contracts haven't been drafted, but yeah, maybe he'll do that. So then, but if he does that... That tells you something that Lomachenko is not as confident in beating beating Lopez. Yeah, 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 of course. He's a, right. he's a young buck. He, look what he just did to Komi, hard head African Komi. Look what he, did. he made him do an angel dance. So Lopez, for me, I think he's. He, I think to say that he's not the real deal now, I think we've got to say, you know oh. what, he's 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 a player. What I find interesting is that he was he was running game and he was taking the piss out of Devin Haney. Now I've seen those two kind of like what Chenko? Uh, no, uh, Lopez. Because L- Devin Haney, you, so back Listen. end of last week. For those of you that may not have caught on, um, Devin Haney had an injury because he was due to fight Fortuna yep. and he uh, went out and had an operation and now the WBC have made him champion in recess, which is straight BS because at the end of the day, this guy's not even had a defence. didn't even fight for the belt and he's now champion in recess. So, um, Who's champion in recess, sorry? Devin Haney. Yeah, 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 so, um, so yeah, so Lopez was taking a piss out of that, basically saying, I mean, what's, what's going on? And that, that surprised me because usually Lopez is kind of coy, but you know what I think so it who is? Wins? Who wins? Haney or Lopez? I think Haney. I think Haney. I would back. I off. would. I would back Haney, but Haney's just had an operation. So sometimes these things you the never know. The guy's what twenty twenty one. They're both young. So they're both. They're both. Yeah, young but guys. Haney's had more experience. The guy went out to the unknown bro, in Mexico. Who, to who's 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 for? Brother, that's what I'm saying. You can't say who's fought for a world title and won it. Yeah, you know the answer to that. But so but then there's, Haney, there's your answer. But Haney, Haney is a talented, Haney talented, is talented, talented. Trust athlete. me, I know he's Haney, the next big brother, thing. I've seen Haney we've for known years. Him, we've, we've been watching. But it doesn't him, mean he's going to deliver. We've been watching him for years. Yeah, yeah, I've and been he, watching for. A he has years. been delivering for years. Look at the way people have been watching him. Look at his last couple of fights. Even the last fight, people come on on the KSI on the car. A lot of people are like, yeah, okay, it was oh, cool. I mean, he did what he had to do. It was cool, but... But how do you know we didn't have the, he didn't have this injury back then either? That's, this, this is what I'm that's trying to say question. to you. So you can't necessarily just say... I would have said Lopez, but after seeing what Lopez has just done and hearing Lopez speak, and maybe now even looking at Lopez, of when I said to you he has a different energy, he had that same energy about around Comi leading up to that fight. But actually, maybe what I'm thinking is maybe is that it's respect because after the fight he was very respectful as well to Comey which which kind of surprised me in all honesty um so maybe what I f- took for fear of Devin Haney is respect bro that's going to be if they make that fight in the next year I'm telling you that is a close fight nobody can say hand on their heart that this individual is going to win because as of now hey, uh, Lopez has achieved more 
Like if you ask, agree. Hey, look, it's, more, it's, it's, it's more or less. It's more or less. I agree with you, uh, but uh, from uh, someone uh, who's uh, been talking four. about Haley with me off camera for years, not years. Bro, uh, yeah, we have been talking about Haley for years. That's let's look at the test. We have been. We have been. I know I haven't. What with me? See, have, we haven't <laughs> been having a <laughs> chat. No, 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 not no. years, bro. You're exactly you're overdoing it there. But my point is, we've been speaking for a year for for a while. My point is more with Haney, like. What him not fighting Fortuna is a tough fight, and Fortuna's got to fight, Cam- fight Campbell. So, but that division, all of a sudden, in my now I'm like, right, that defense. He was supposed to fight hot. Luke Campbell. I don't, I, don't, I don't know what really materialized of that because they I made Luke Campbell fight Lomachenko. But I thought that fight would have been a lot more easier to, to make, make because yeah. of the fact that they're both under the same umbrella due to the matchroom signing. Yeah, but, you know, Luke Campbell's had a lot of personal issues going on recently with his father passing away I think yeah. a year or so ago. So, um, you know, I can't relate to that, but you know, it's. That's tough. And I that's, mean, he didn't look too bad against Lomachenko, no, in my exactly. opinion. That's why I'm also and he like... Even, and he even had the, the father thing going on. Even when he fought... Did he fight Linares? Did he not? Did he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did fight. I'm pretty sure he lost to Linares. Yeah, yeah he lost to Linares. Check, yeah. yeah, he lost. And I think that's when it all kind of kick-started about his father and, and, and the news kind of emerged in the boxing world. But going back to Haney, I, I, I believe massively in this guy. I do believe Haney is the next big thing. I do. I think the way he fights, his speed, his durability, um, his movement, he's so advanced in how he's been able to move. And, you know, until Lopez did that knockout to Comey, we weren't saying anything about that. That's how boxing so, goes, though. That's my point. No, of course. But we, we, we can't take away the fact that Haney's dangerous and he will cause Lopez a lot of problems. But you know what? We need to make this happen. So I don't know. Lopez is a PBC guy. No, he's top rank, isn't he? Top rank, yeah. So top rank and uh, match. I mean, all these guys do business. Yeah, but they they don't have the best relationship going forward. And is you know what it is, bro. And you even and and I I mean, look, obviously Aram and PBC, but they still do business. Um, While the fury is about to be announced, that's that's bigger evidence. I think it's when the money's there, you see that. So I think with even if you look at it with Spence Crawford. Aram openly said, and now all of a sudden everyone takes Aram's word for it. It's like, oh, he said, yeah, you know, I spoke to Al Heyman about making that fight and we were supposed to do it this 2020, but then the car crash happened. So, yeah, I think, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. Um, but yeah, that division now is stacked, bro. I'm like, bro, that business That's an interesting stacked. one. But Devin so Haney's going to be on top of it. So let's move, let's, let's, let's switch convos um, before we're going to have to open the lines. Um, Fury splitting with Ben Davison um, uh, and then now working with uh, Emmanuel Stewart's nephew, Sugar Hill Stewart. Um, apparently, Andy Lee's going to be in that group of training camp as well. Um, what was your thoughts when you heard Fury and uh, Davison had split? I mean, Fury, Davison, that doesn't surprise me because yeah. Fury, I, I felt Davison was a big gamble for Tyson Fury in the camp there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you can even tell there was problems going on in camp from... Okay. The kind of video that came about from Pacquiao's show, I forgot his name now. Uh, Roach. Roach, Mr. Roach, comments. sorry. Yeah. Uh, Freddie came out and said those comments about Ben Davison and kind of, you know, the way he was so confident to say that stuff about Ben Davison on, uh, on camera mm-hmm. means that there was a lot of issues going into this camp. Okay. Um, personally, from my own personal opinion. Yeah. I think that Davison's got a lot of talent and, you know, he's a young coach and you look at the likes of McGuigan and, and what he's been able to do and I think he's kind of taken a big inspiration from McGuigan not being mm. 
an actual fighter mm-hmm. and adopting, even though I had a great amateur career, mm-hmm. kind of adopting that, I want to coach, I want to manage, I want to be able to really guide fighters mm. and be that kind of approach. I think Ben Davison will, will really attract a younger type of fighter and really be able to breed them to the top type of level because he's got the platform and springboard of uh, Tyson Fury. So it's not really the end of the road for Ben Davison. I think he'll pick up a lot of fighters. We've even discussed about how he's he's been doing a lot of pad work and things with Billy Joe. So you mm-hmm. never know, that could be a Dominic Ingle, um, Ben Davison kind of head coach assistant coach type thing yeah, Pep Guardiola yeah. Arteta thing going on we, <laughs> we could have that going on but you know Ben Davison is a really nice guy from the sounds of it and how he looks I haven't really been able to kind of build base or touch mm. uh, touch base with Ben Davison but from what I see I think he's a very smart wise coach and yeah. from looking at the behind the scenes at the Fury Wilder fight in Los Angeles yeah um I feel the guy really knows his boxing and can really command respect from his fighter in the ring. And yeah. I think Tyson was really listening to what he's saying. But yeah. As for Tyson, you know, this is another change. I was surprised at the change. I thought he would go back to his roots and go back to the family, um, especially as he goes on about how much family means to him and that sort of thing. And uh, it, not suggesting that it doesn't mean anything to him, but it is quite a shock. I mean, he's got a great trainer. Um, a new acquisition but how my question is how long will it take from now till February for the coach to implement his new styles his new structure his new routine or was he just going to adapt off the Ben Davis model and see how he works so I'll be interested is it from so, a nutritional standpoint or yeah I mean I, I mean my I say my take on it not that I'm a I'm a pure expert but purely on the outside looking in um, I think it's not a bad look um, so to your point there and it's kind of good to, for me to segue um what what the difference will make. I think, again, you know, if we were to look back, it's a shorter period of time. I won't deny that. But again, you look back to to the Joshua Ruiz and Joshua was able to adapt. I would say Fury's a better boxer than Joshua and would able to soak up information and techniques. Yeah, I think Fury's a better boxer than Joshua. You think um, he'll win? I'm not, I said, I, my, my, my statement was Fury's a better boxer than Joshua. Um, Technically, yes. 100%. Um so my point is more, I think, for Ben Davison's job was to bring Fury into uh, physical fitness, get him fighting. Yeah, fit. from the way he the was way before and all of that. So I think I think Davison's journey, maybe that's how they strategize it. I don't know unless there's been a falling out, but it wouldn't surprise me if he was there to hold his hands, get him fit, get him literally losing of the weight, and not necessarily the technical element because I think again Fury's already of a high level. Whether Sugar Hill, Stewart and Andy Lee are the right people to take him to that next level, I don't know. If someone has say to me, well, who have they worked with in the past? One of the most frequent guys I can think of is they worked with Charles Martin. I wouldn't say he's the greatest boxer in the world. So we don't know. Um, it's going to be interesting. I think it makes the Wilder rematch, it literally adds another intangible to the Wilder rematch to make me think, Jesus, this could go anyway. Because you would think, you know, if 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 Wilder, if Fury's working with like real students of the game, no matter what, um, no matter if we know their reputations or not, he's working with students of the game, like everything's going to be sharper. So like his mindset, the type of things you were just talking about with Freddie Roach, saying, yeah, I could have done this, I could have done that. That's probably the level between Freddie Roach and Ben Davison where he was able to say, like, this is the difference. So, um, yeah, I think um, it's, 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 it, it was a mad thing because I was like, raw, what happened between these two? But you know what? They still had a bit of banter online, so you'd imagine it wasn't. It wasn't I can too imagine it's very amicable. I, I yeah. think you know before it was even announced. I think it was discussed long, long before. Yeah, we were surprised. Uh, and I think not Ben Davis was out of his depth, but I think he just kind of felt that in order for me, I, I might not be. I think because of the way mm. the relationship was. Yes. 
Ben Davis is thinking, you know, I might not be able to give you what you want, Tyson. Mm. Um, and they've had that kind of discussion because Tyson's a very loyal person. He doesn't yeah. really, you've never really heard of him having bad experiences with the people that's been in his in his, in his camp. Yeah, apart from, so, um, apart from his, yeah, no, apart from that, but besides that, I don't yeah. think he's had any bad experiences. So, in regards to that, I, I do think Freddie Roach, I, I don't know, we don't know whether Freddie Roach is going to be in the camp or not, kind of overseeing things, but the fact he had to bring Freddie Roach in and Ben Davis isn't to oversee um, and kind of have this situation in, mm. I, I do think that there was always question marks. Those were like red flags. Because I guess, no, yeah, you're exactly, right if you look at it from... But I think, you know what, like I said, if, if Ben Davison had a job to do from a fitness weight loss perspective... I think he definitely achieved it. Oh, Probably as well was the mental, that, that mental yeah, element as well, yeah, like getting him in the frame of mind that he says, no, I want to fight. Um, so, yeah, so I think that was, that's interesting. Again, like I said, it makes makes the rematch so much more like, in my opinion, hard to call um, or maybe kind of puts the favour back in Fury's uh, position. Um, and people will be like, why would you say that? I mean, if I'm going to be honest, I just see it as like Fury... It was a close fight. I edged it to Fury. And you would argue that he's got more to... Prove. Not even prove. Like, he's got more in his locker, in his toolbox to see through the victory, to what? get to that victory more against... decisively against Wilder. No, of course. But, but then... the thing is, Wilder, the thing is, he's angry because he's mad that, like, how can this guy from, you know, yes, London exactly. or Manchester, you know right. how he talks to get and, up. and he had flaws as and, well. And, and he's definitely trying to, he's going to make a statement. I think he'll knock, I think he'll knock Tyson Fury down a fair few times, but I think the kind of what's in the traveller blood in, in Fury and, mm. and where he's come from, I, I, I only see him getting up and that's the only thing that Wilder has and if that's still keeping him up, I think only I mean, Tyson Fury ring yeah. will win and you know, he, I don't. As much as Tyson Fury said he will knock Deontay Wilder out, I don't believe that. Yeah. I generally do not think Tyson Fury. As much as I do respect the man, I think he's a great fighter. He's not a knockout artist. He is a that's, defense. That's somebody we can agree offense. on. Yeah. He is not. That's not his speciality. Like I remember, he it, not that uh, Fury's got a weak chin, but we we look at the years back in was it eleven or thirteen or I can't remember when Christian Hammer knocked him out, knocked him down. Sorry. Yeah, and then uh, Cunningham as well. So he's no, been knocked. Exactly. But the thing is, with regard to me, I'll be honest, you can get knocked down, but if you get back up and win the fight, for me, the knockdown is, is kind of, it is irrelevant. Um, yeah. So yes, yeah, so I think for Fury, listen, all the best. Um, looking forward to that rematch. Looking forward to booking the travel, get out to Vegas and see what goes on out there. Um, going back to New York, Crawford, uh, TKO, TKO against Mean Machine. I'm going to ask you directly, was should that have been counted as a knockdown against um, Crawford? As Andre Ward said, right, he'll never admit it's a knockdown. Mm. But I do think it was. But I can I could see arguments as why he would argue that it wasn't a knockdown. But end of the day, is Crawford got his win. He got the W. No one's going to remember this in exactly. if it, when he fights Errol Spence for the rematch. No one's going to remember that. Oh, he nearly got knocked down and he didn't take it. No one's going to remember that. Exactly. He's going to remember the W and he got the big fat W. So because no matter what, like, and it's same to what you're saying because he was taking some. I'm going to be honest. I. I respect Crawford for the fighting style because he fought in a southpaw position and he rather than resort back to orthodox, which probably would have made the fight easier, he stuck with the southpaw. To his game plan. He stuck yeah. to the game plan. But I think he got hit too much. I think it's the wrong... 
I don't I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I was I'm I wasn't I wasn't impressed. Um because I know Crawford's got a dog in him. So I know if you bring the fight to Crawford, he's gonna bring it back to you and yeah, he's know, gonna but, you know, you, you but it's understand. too much trading. We've got, for me. we've got to cut not cut him some slack because at the end of the day you put your life on the line of the ring, but you gotta see it as this guy was preparing mentally to fight for fight what's his name, Spence. Oh wait. Yeah, he, he was preparing Why would he be doing that? He's preparing to fight fight Spence and other things on his mind and he doesn't see he didn't see his opponent as someone that was yeah. worthy I, I I don't think he overlooked him but he just that's, thought, bro, that's not my problem no it's not no, it's no one's problem but his but at the same time you've got to look at the other perspective nah, as to man, why. I, I, I think to, next man. if he rematches Spence not rematch if he fights Spence I don't think he's going to have a problem. Bro, the Spence fight is not going to happen while he's with top rank, realistically. Uh, you never say never. I mean, the and money's and on and the line. Exactly. We also said years ago that Pacquiao Mayweather would never happen. But we knew that was about the money. So I think this, this one, there's, the money as well. there's not enough money. There is generally. a lot of money in Because look at the pay... Nah, bro, the Crawford numbers, the pay-per-view numbers will come out. Um, and for me, from what I've from what I've been told, the pay-per-view numbers of Crawford are not good. I was in New York for Crawford versus Khan. I can tell you. No, you did. People, so he's not a didn't, bum. So you don't think so, he puts bums in seats? No, and he's not going to take the deal that Spence will probably offer him. That's the other flip side on the business side. But anyway, moving on from that, we're speaking yeah. about Crawford on a Saturday night. For me, um, yeah, I can't cut him any slack. I can't because for me, I felt that this guy, you made him look better than he than what he really is, in my opinion. I'm not saying he's a poor fighter, but I'm like, you can't take that kind of approach and style against a Sean Porter or Errol Spence. So mm. you're being sloppy as far as I'm concerned. Um, and that, like, as we've seen with Joshua again, like, and even you could argue with Wilder, like, once people, you lose, the big fights then start reducing. And that's what happened with Mayweather Pacquiao. 100%. Pacquiao got knocked out and then the, the, the big fight got kind of moved off the table. But he brought it back, though. He's bringing it back. Bro, I mean, I mean, what do you think of his energy around? So, like, credit to him, take my hat off to him, he got the win. What do you think about his energy when he talks about Sean Porter, though? Because he doesn't seem to be so uh, he game. Does, he doesn't want that spot. Because Sean Porter, regard like the the, the Sean, the Porter family, they will prepare um, massively and, and and so meticulously for that fight because that's a fight that they could definitely win on the points. Because Sean Porter is the busier fighter. He's willing to get rough and tough. We've seen what he did to Andre yeah, Berto. Yeah. He, he tore him to shreds because of the energy. Not mm. not based on boxing ability because Berto's a great fighter, but. Um, Porter is just able to, he just wants it more. You can just yeah. see it. Hard work beats talent. Not saying that Paul's not talented, but he's just able to really take it to you. Yeah. And I don't think I a lot say. of I don't think a lot of fighters like the in the pocket, the pressure that he has. Like you look yeah. at it with um Thurman. The, mm-hmm. Look at the way Thurman was with him. You. Look at the way he was Close with Spence. Fights. Look at the way he yeah, was man. with, you know. No one ever says that Sean Porter doesn't get a look in. That's what I'm saying. No, he's no, no. just unfortunate enough to always... He's just unfortunate. I mean, he he's fights on the wrong side of the card. He ends up fighting the guys that probably are just as tough as him, but the skill element is probably just a level above. Just. Nah, I think so. Like, Thurman, nah. look at his losses. His losses as Thurman, not Brooke, outside of Brooke. But Forget his loss Brooke. against I Thurman, was, exactly. I think Brooke was and a I tough thought he fought, I thought he won that. But anyway, regardless, um, Thurman... And Spence, I think you would argue Thurman and Spence are probably just a bit more okay, skillful. I'll agree with Spence, of... but I don't think. Uh, I, think uh, uh, I, don't, I think Thurman's different. I think he's good, but I think skillful, that fight yeah. with with Thurman back in the day was it in the was it the Barkley Center? I'm correct if it is uh, in the Barkley. Yeah, all I remember. So those two, crazy, those yeah, two yeah. going back. Correct me if I'm wrong, but the, both of them, the way they were going back and forth, that was a complete chess match yes, like exactly. the thing is it was so far. I, I would compare but, it to the Charlo fight that we, the, the Charlo Harrison, in terms of 
you have to watch that fight two times mm. and then a third time to analyse both scores that you've Fair done enough. and, and the I, and I of the round. And I can hear that. So you can't say that if there's something's that close that it just about gets a Thurman. I don't think it's fair enough to say that, you know, Porter was not as good. I think so. I think it is. I think it is nah. because I'll tell you why. So let me tell you why, bro. Because I think everything in boxing is opinions and is you just have to explain your logic. So to me, I think if Keith Thurman wasn't skillful, slick enough to fight on the back foot and evade the shots in terms of his head movement, pivoting, um, use, using that lateral movement to essentially evade uh, Sean Porter, I think he would have lost the fight. And I think Porter, because with Porter, to me, the trend is he just stops you. Like, he just hunts you down hunts and you, you can't move. you on the ropes. And boom, he boom, just hunts, exactly. So with, Sean, cut, with, Sean, with, with Spence, Spence Jr., and Keith Thurman, to me, those are the two guys that were able to show that, right, they could fight on the back foot, they could slip, they could hold when they needed to clinch. So I'm, that's why I'm saying just the skillful. It's not that Porter is not a world-class fighter. I'm not saying that at all. But what I'm saying is there are levels and they were just a level above. Same way you have Ronaldo, I'm not saying they're Ronaldo Messi, but you have Ronaldo Messi and then you have your fucking, what's the guy for Borussia um, by Munich? Um uh, Le- Le- Lewandowski do you see what I'm saying Lewandowski then you have your Kane so Bayern you just have the guys that are just below they're still good but just a dust, just below and that's how I see it with the 147 even from a perspective see 147 is always the toughest and this was this was Thurman this, don't forget this was Thurman pre the injury as well so now obviously he's got the loss to Pacquiao but Keith Thurman pre the injury was a smart fighter in my opinion um, no of course I, I think you know Pacquiao I think he just preyed on Thurman because Thur- I think Thurman always had that injury from the long I, I think he had that injury during the fight 100%. that wasn't the same Thurman that we've seen the one time Thurman that took yeah. it to Porter and you know took it to the other Garcia. fight I took it to Garcia you know Garcia was a tough champion from Philly you know come out of Philly you know yeah. really confident and dispossessed him of his uh, you know took it yeah took and speaking of a Garcia Mikey Garcia signed with the zone. Thoughts on that match? Boy, match I bet Eddie you were jumping. Hearn's been hunting him down for the longest. You know what? You know how Eddie doesn't keep his mouth shut. Shout yeah. out to Eddie, but you know how he doesn't keep his mouth Sweet. shut. He's just very open about how he wants the zone and the whole money. And do you know what I think it is? I think it's the manager. I think Garcia always wanted Hearn because of the way Hearn's done and what he's proved and the numbers he's added with the cash cow of Joshua and, and the, what he's been able to build off the back of Joshua. But I always thought. Garcia, who was he with before? Was it PBC? Top, top PBC? I mean, he's yeah, more yeah, independent. Yeah. Okay, so this is I what I'm like. Was... When you say that, and I'm like, I, I, I want to say, why would you say that? Because purely, and I'm saying it on base of Garcia only fights once because of what happened with Bob Arum and he got burnt and he had that high to start the boxing room for no, like two, course. three years. He doesn't do long term deals, so he's literally fight by fight. Um, so you got to look so at it. So he was co signed by PBC, basically, on a fight by fight basis. Similar it's to been Finian's so situation with Manchester. Exactly. Right? So this, and this is, in, in fact, is exactly the same thing, but what he's now getting with his own match from boxing is a fat check to fight a Vargas. Do we know the number? Seven million, they're saying. So, for one fight. And that's good. If that's you're, good money. It's very good money if you're going to fight Vargas. Garcia's undefeated, right? No, he, he, lost wants, to, he lost to Spence. Uh, yeah, yeah, he lost his yeah, 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 yeah. again. I don't think that's a bad rebound check. Well, exactly. Well, it's not even just that. It's more that, pff, man, you Your lose to Spence. I mean, losing to Spence, like... It's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing at all. Um, so I think for me, um, I saw, I mean, the rumours were going around. I, I think, I think. look, for Garcia, it's a good look. I think for DAZN, it's a good look because they want to try and build their subscription fan base. And I think if you get Garcia 
against Vargas. It's going to be a Latino clash. Building their fan base. Look at the subscription. So I think I think it's going to work. Um, I just wonder how long they're going to have to keep chucking money because you can't. They're going to run out of funds sooner or later. I mean, they've like you said, like he was documented. So nobody trying at me on this, but he's documented. Check the press. They've gone. They went to Goldman Sachs to try and raise five hundred million. So. Yeah, they get that money. I'm sure that's going to help them moving forward. But of course, but what's um, the return? We're going to see the ret- we're going to see know, all these great nobody's fights. Gonna what's know. the return? So you know what? My next objective, my highlight return? for next year is to get Joe Markowski on a show. So Joe Markowski, the DAZN North American Exec VP, flying business Joe, class and all that. Seat. We've got this seat warm for you right here, man. We've got the seat ready, ready and waiting <laughs> for you. And I was going to say, big up. We're doing a live stream, so I'm going to start interacting just a little bit. Going to open the lines in about five minutes. So sorry for the delay or even less than that. Um, Big up Glenn Robinson commenting on a Facebook stream. Yes, I we agree with you. It was a knockdown. He didn't fall over to his feet either. It was a clear shot. Um, so no, thank you very much. Keep supporting. And if you ever decide to call in one day, you see the number on the screen. Um, so guys, listen, we're going to talk about the last topic and then we are out to the phone line. So we're going to talk about this next gen show. Got guys like Richard React Paul facing Jack Massey, big up. Luther Clay. Big up, big Rich. I mean, big move for Richard when you think about where he's come from and oh, now he's headlining course, the next gen show. Kind of bit, and you know, yeah, it's got he's got a similar story to Dylan, which is why I feel he's got the kind of co-sign and mm. collaboration to move with them. Yeah. Um, coming out from Kingston University. So, mm. you know, he's got quite a good audience to be able to speak to. Um, he does a lot of charity work and works with a lot of the use. Uh, I've heard he's very involved with the smoke Sundays with Dylan White, but mm. just not as much on camera. Um, no, he's, he's a very personable guy when we've met him and we've met him at a number of York Hall shows and seen him at a lot of matchroom. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, tough Ericsson fight in shows. terms of the opponent. Jack no, Massey's coming course. into the 16 and 0. Of course. I mean, Richard was lucky a few times. He, he had a fight. Was it was it in Sunderland? Was or, say, or, where was it in Sunderland? He had the fight where... Chris uh, Billings. Yeah, he had, he had yeah. a tough fight there. He had a fight in... Was it in Manchester? He had a tough I fight. I think even one of his big fights that saw him on the scene was a tough fight, but no, he, he was exactly. losing. He got the knockout. No, and he got the knockout because he bust open the guy's eye. But, yeah. You know, that's boxing, but exactly. Richard, I, I really hope Richard, Richard's been quite silent recently in terms of just, like, we haven't really heard much about him, but I really hope he's been knuckling down in the gym and getting the right sparring partners sure. in. Um, I'm pretty sure he'll come out of the victory with the co-sign of Dean White, who, shout out to Dean White, who called in last week, is really kind of overseeing and managing these fighters to the team, really pushing his fighters um, in order for them to get the platform that they need and the audience they need. Yeah, um, yeah it's a tough fight, but so I, I'm sure... By Dillian, but yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, same thing, but <laughs> um, I, I do feel that I do feel that Richard will come out with a win. I think it'll be a points victory, mm-hmm. um, and then hopefully that'll be a good new year for uh, Richard to build up for the Akoli fight if he's able to get up to speed with Akoli. How's he going to get the Akoli fight? When Listen, Akoli's Richard's getting... been calling out Akoli for the title. I'm for, not, for a long I mean, look, they, they're good friends. Fair, they're actually fair, good friends. To be fair, I'm saying that, but yeah, if Akoli is victorious about Glaraki, then yeah, they might make a defense against. Yeah. But I think we know that there's going to be levels at that stage. I don't think anyone would deny that. I like Richard Yakpo, but I think by the time, if, if Lawrence Okoli gets the uh, the world title and wins within the first three months of February, like how is how is how is Richard going from British title to world title? Like, no, of course, but I think he'll get offered it. I, I think he'll get That's offered it. That's what I'm saying. It. That's what I mean. I, I think, think he might. I think Eddie will stick a nice number in front of him. Yeah, I, I agree I with you. I think Eddie will stick a nice number and get that fight going like he stirred up the fight. Well, Coogan, 
<laughs> and I, I thought I, I, they start up the fight with Chamberlain. I think that will that will happen, and that mm. will that will do numbers because that's yeah. the whole that's South London versus East London. You know, that's a big, big, big fight. Yeah. Um, and I think that will do numbers and will really sell about ten thousand to fifteen thousand tickets at the O2 because mm-hmm. Richard Riakpour, he's an underground name, but he's got a name for himself, and yeah. he does do numbers from exactly. what I've heard. So, so uh, listen, that'll be interesting. Craig Richards, I'm disappointed he's he, he's kind of on the undercard, but that's just a build up for for Pitters. Yeah. Um, um, so, you know, what are your thoughts on that? Um, yeah, the way I see it is he was a late announcement on the card, like very late. I think, I want to say in the last two weeks. So I, the way I see it, I, it's whether the Pitters fights happen, Shaq and Pitters fight happen, that's gone to Persbid. Obviously, Hennessy's won that. So that will, again, will be interesting how Herm reacts, if he reacts. Um, yeah, uh, I think Craig Richards just needs to get busy. Um, it's not a bad way to kind of like see out the year. The spider. Do you know what I mean? And move from there. So I'm going to go out to the phone lines now. Going out to, I'm going to say his uncle, Anonymous. <laughs> You're lucky I really see right. the number. Hi, guys. How are you doing, uncle? You all right? How are you? Yeah, we, and we've got a lot to talk about because so, um, I think, let me, I could talk about any of the topics, but I think let's go to Titan Fury and um, yep, the training, training situation. Look, I think there's something you guys are missing out. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he got Tyson fit, but you know what? I like going back to the old school crunk. You know, mm-hmm. Tyson cannot box Wilder. We yeah. know that. But I always say in boxing, don't look at the obvious. He's going with this guy because they, not only do they want to outbox um, Deontay Wilder after what happened last night, like Freddie Roach said. Titan should have knocked him out. Mm-hmm. He was so dominant in yeah. terms of our boxing. So you want to get the proper leverage on the punches. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I, I mean, you might laugh at me, but remember Freddie Roach said that he believes his guy, Titan Fury, was the, is the better puncher. He said it before the fight, and he said it afterwards. You know, Wilder can be knocked out, and I'm predicting a knockout. Nah. You might think I'm mad, well, I'm telling you now. Remember, today, the 17th or... <laughs> when that Luke Titan Fury mm-hmm. is going to knock out Deontay Wilder. We've heard it here. Exclusive. Okay, okay. Uh, and and to, I'm going to be honest... Um, I think the I think definitely the stats wouldn't back that up. But if you're looking at a, a concussion of punches, the way Fury was punching Wilder, I agree with you because there were moments within that fight. Wilder was on his stilts. If you're looking, if you look at his legs, um, I just worry about Fury's speed. So you are right. I think that's where I said he's working with these guys more for technique. He's got the fitness for, in my yeah. opinion, it's about technique now, yeah. improving how he sets up the shots. Yeah. And so, then another yeah. thing. Yeah. Look, guys, forget stats. Stats tell you some things, but there are a lot of things that stats don't tell you. Mm-hmm. It's like cricket. The statistics tell you some things, but there are other things. Okay? Mm-hmm. I'm also, another prediction I'm going to make now. This boy, you, another lad you spoke about, Teofimo Lopez, mm-hmm. that boy is for real. You noticed that when you asked me last week mm-hmm. about my prediction, <laughs> Yes. did you notice that for me, I, as much as I, I wanted Kome to do well, I did not make a prediction. Yeah. Because I <laughs> yeah, wasn't going to go with my heart. You've got your hearts. We have to do it sometimes. The reason I've been looking at this boy, Lopez, he may not have had many fights, but he's been brought up the right way. 
and he's a dangerous guy. People, you, you, yes, he hit him on the button and it was good night. But I'm going to tell you something else. You know, sometimes we look at guys and we think, oh, yeah, he's a knockout artist. I'm going to tell you something. This guy, Lopez, he's not just got power. He's a formidable boxer. Mm. It wasn't the way he did it. It wasn't the fact that he did it. It was the manner in which he did it. And it crystallized a lot of things for me. And I'm telling you now, I believe he's going to uh, beat Lomachenko. When you put Lomachenko in with either him or Tank Davis, you know, the so-called pound-for-pound best in the world is going to get knocked out. If Linares, if you thought, if you thought Linares touched him up, exactly. or the other guy, even um, Campbell, Luke, Luke Campbell. Campbell even touched him up. This is it. We're waiting for you. And look, I know why Floyd and Lenardella B have just held Tank back. Mm. Just help. We just, you know, want Loma to keep going a bit more. Mm-hmm. But his time is coming. Yes. I'm telling you. Yes. And but this boy Lopez, I agree with you. He's not going to stay at lightweight for long. And you, you know something else. Mm-hmm. Teofimo and his dad, they really want Lomachenko. Yeah, this is what I'm you saying. You know, Bob Arum mm, yeah. thinks L- Loma will win. Mm. But, you know, Bob's getting a bit thin, if you ask me. He, he, well, you... So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, fair comment. I think some of the statements. So carry no, on. No, no, I respect my elders. Yes, you know, exactly. But, you know, but Bob, Bob is becoming like the Donald Trump of boxing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So last point from you, Uncle, before we move to the next caller. Yeah, okay. I'll give you this one. Do you guys want to ask me about anything else? And I'll give it to you. I, I don't want to put you on the spot, but did you get a chance to watch the Charlo Harrison first fight? And are you looking forward to the rematch? Yeah, big one. Yeah, I, I think Harrison is in Charlo's head. Yeah. Mm, that's his And I think, I think Jamel is not as good as he thinks he is. Mm-hmm. All this bullshit about, oh, <laughs> liars. I mean, look, this is boxing. Yeah. Look, you don't win fights out of the ring or you're acting like it's, you know, trying to pick a fight with um, with Javonta uh, Davis okay. or Adrian mm-hmm. Brunner, <clears throat> um, you know, and all of that. You know, I mean, the channel and Jamal, the middleweight, I think is the better fighter, mm-hmm. but neither neither Chadwick with Daryl Spence. And look, it, the first fight was not a fluke. Mm. Yeah? Now, he had a great trainer as Jamel yeah. in, Derek in Derek James. So he better listen to Derek James. Yes. Don't think you're going to steamroll this guy. Yes. Harrison's a well-schooled fighter. Mm-hmm. Very. And it was such a close so, fight. So I'm, predicting, I'm predicting a Harrison win. Nice. Wow. Win, stop points or, or knockout? He's not getting enough. Um, I, I think points, but you know what? If you're stupid and you leave your chin there, yeah. you can get clocked. Yeah, because yeah, he's in his head, like you said. The uh, anger. Gunks, like, he's definitely going to be able oh, to get I, in. I, guys, don't, quickly, before I get off, don't mm-hmm. forget, um, um, Tyson Fury has just um, accepted AJ's offer to come. Has he accepted it? Yes, he has. It's, it's, I just saw it on BBC's uh, website. So, you know what? The Brits the are fight. coming. I can have the fight. The of Britain. I don't think Josh is going to fight well. I mean, yeah, that's, that's mental. I mean, we definitely got to chop into that because I'm just thinking there's so much dynamics. But I think the best thing out of all of that is that Joshua is smart. He's going to humble himself to train with Fury, but learn 
because again, for me, Fury is a better boxer. But it's like who, the gym that he's going to. It's an, it's a, it allows him to get exposure from different coaches as well. No, when was the last time Joshua would have been somebody sparring partner? No, of course he's At always been, he's always been the yeah, dominant he's the, guy. He's, the king. he's always been the dominant guy. I think, the so last I think it's smart. Like I think this is I think that's a really smart yeah, thing that he done. Um, <laughs> not, not, not only is he smart, but I'm going to tell you something now. He's he's like I said last week. He's actually improving as a fighter, yeah. and this Joshua is actually a more formidable opponent going forward if he keeps learning. Because I, I was impressed with um, his defeat or his win over Ruiz, Ruiz in yeah. so many ways. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. So listen, Uncle, thank you very much. This is, we look, this is the last show of the year, but I appreciate all the support. Have a great Christmas and New Year's and look forward to speaking to you over Bless. more fights in go. 2020. Cheers. <laughs> no, no problem. Well thank done. You. Cheers, thank you. Okay. Cheers. Going out to 045. 045, the floor is yours. Yeah, what's up, Coach? What's going on? Yes, Hello. Big Dwayne, what's good, man? You good? Big D. <laughs> yeah. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? Who, who's the co-host in the background there? Oh, that's Sam. You ain't met Sam yet, man. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get he's, you down, man. He, he's, he's bringing a lot of good out of you, Coach, man. That's <laughs> he's fucking pushing your in your hand. <laughs> yeah, of course, sir. I can't <laughs> let Coach get away with your opinion. Are you mad? <laughs> nah, we've, got, we've got a challenge, yeah? You know what you... Nah, I, lo- I like it. Respect, yeah, bro. Love, bro. Respect, respect. First co-host I've seen to give Coach that nudge to really get him a little bit off his, <laughs> you know, off his composure. <laughs> respect, respect for that. Nah, man, you be supporting. Good listening, good listening. What's on your mind, bro? No, uh, respect. I think the most interesting thing so far for me this week or whatever is the the news of Fury leaving uh, Ben. Mm. Yeah. Fine, very interesting. What's your th- I think it's a sign of how serious he's taking the Wilder fight. Because if you bear in mind the original one, he went to like three different training camps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, he, he was with Ben, then he was with Ricky Hatton in Manchester, then he was with um, Abel Sanchez in Big Bear, yeah, good and then he went to that. fucking Freddie yeah. Roach. You forgot about Big the Big Bear, Bear. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's a good point. Do you know what I'm saying? He went on tour. And mm. um, bear in mind as well, one of the Insta posts that I see him put up was a picture of him in a crunk gym with um, the, the late great, you know? Yes, yeah, Emmanuel so Stewart. I think it's Lee. more a case of, exactly. I think he's having that he's, he's having that kind of rocky moment where he wants to really dig deep into the trenches in the training camp mm. to make sure he's ready. Because he knows, regardless of what he says and whatever, he knows that Wilder was a fucking serious, dangerous fight. Even I saw an interview with his wife after the fight and she was like, she thought he was probably dead or something. Like, you imagine like how they felt. They feel in house about exactly. that fight. Yep. So, I, I agree with you, bro. I think he's probably just said, "Look, I'm US based. I need a tough gym in the US." Ben Davidson's got his own commitments, and it was just like, "Look, let's just shake hands. Let me just handle this US thing, and it's all love." Yeah, man. But yeah, very significant. That's I agree. With and you, I man. think as far as it goes with, pardon? No, no, no. I said great points, bro. I, I, I definitely great points. I agree with you. Yeah, and I think as far as the AJ offering to be the sparring partner, I think what we're witnessing with AJ is is the um, the evolved young black version of Klitschko. 
ดิสโตเอ๊ะดิสโตเอ๊ะลิสเซนอาเซ็ตดิสตะโคจอบโฟร์เอออาโทลจีอาเซ็ตดิสไอ้สบายเนาะดิสบายเนาะดิสบายเ
Um, no, that's it, really. That's just shout out to yourself for, for getting all the way out there into fucking Saudi Arabia, man. That was a big, that was a big, <laughs> big one. Big one. Yeah, I wish we I was tried, there. bro. Yeah, we tried, yeah. man. You know, it was interesting, bro. It was good. I'll definitely recommend. I'll say it again, like anyone who wants to travel out there, go. I've heard they're looking to do another two fights next year, maybe. So I would definitely say as boxing fans, you know what, just go because, like, yeah, it's just going to be yeah. different from what you've yeah. been told. That's a fact. So, um, no, it's good. So listen, Dwayne, listen, thank you for all the support as usual Love throughout Dwayne. the year. Calling in, coming down next year, same again. We'll get you into the studio. Um, and uh, yeah, bro, have a great Christmas, New Year's, and respect as always, brother. No, respect, respect to both you, man. Still, man. Hold Cheers. up, man. Keep no worries. Back. Take it, he's doing perfect, bro. Take and, care. and keep Kojo on his toes, bro. <laughs> no, no worries, no worries. That, Every you, day. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you men are there to do, man. Yeah. <laughs> respect, man. Thanks. Bless up, yeah. brother. Take care, man. Uh, 985, that's Mr. Appiah. What's good, bro? Yes, Mr. Appiah. Yeah, how we doing, fellas? We're doing yeah, good. We're doing good. Man. What's the prediction? We're waiting for you, man. We're waiting for you to predict the world. Predict. Prediction on... What fight? What fight? Um, Charlo. Charlo. Did you watch the Charlo Harrison? Charlo Harrison. Is that a couple months ago? Yeah. A few months ago? No, no, it was um, last year. Bro. Last but, year. Yeah, but it felt like it was. They were supposed to rematch a couple of months ago. I'd have to. I'd have to go for Harrison. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not a big. Uh, listen, I'm not a big fan of Charlo. Like <laughs> Uncle said. Yeah. I think uh, I don't know. I don't know which one's which, but they both got fucking big mouths. And you know what? Like, yeah, good luck to both of them. I respect mm. every boxer in the game, yeah. Mm. But I do think they talk a lot. Mm. And, uh, yeah, and, um, yeah, they're not as good, not What's... as good as um, they think they are, yeah. to be honest with you. Nice. Um, What's on I your wanted, mind, bro? I want, yeah, I wanted to ask you, both of you, um, Crawford and Spence, if hopefully Spence can get back to full fitness because obviously he had a, a bad accident a couple months ago yeah. they get back if he gets back to full fitness who do you think takes it if they both step inside the ring oh well Mr Appy you know I, I appreciate and I respect your opinion highly um, regardless of what you're going to say but I think every day Crawford's got it I don't think Spence I, I feel like Spence is too good to be true like you know Big Unks calls all the time and me and him have had loads of chats offline about how we think Spence he's predicted right every single time about Spence beating Brooke Spence beating uh, Garcia Spence beating Ort Porter I, I, I just feel that he needs to not humble pie as such but I don't think he's as great as he makes out I, I think there's someone I think all it takes is a bit of mastermind and a bit of you know stick a great um, put together game plan from Team Crawford and I think that would just yeah. break apart Errol Spence I generally believe that yeah. I generally yeah, believe yeah, that yeah. but I just think yeah. Errol Spence is just the ahead of the game of everybody he's just in a league of his own and I feel that league is coming closer and closer and this DUI and, and what's happened to him I think that will play on his mind regardless of whether you say full fitness if you were saying now that all circumstances being equal and the DUI and all this accident didn't happen then you know I'll probably yeah. favour Spence but now that's happened, I think okay. Crawford's now got a massive, massive, you know, he's licking his lips here at the thought of that. But, go on. Yeah. What's your thoughts? Like? Okay. My thoughts are, even before um, what happened with the accident and whatever, 
I thought um, Crawford had he's got his number. Every time I see them in like little face to face, whether it's fake or whatever, whether it's serious, mm. when I see, you know, when they all like, you know, when they buck up, like yeah. they buck yeah. up at an event or whatever, it's like I'm looking at both of them and I'm like, Crawford, he looks like he's fucking on it. Yeah. But Spence, he looks like he's not too. <laughs> He's not too, you know, when like if yeah. two men square up, like one, you can tell one but, is not quite on it as much. No. I just think, uh, yeah, I just, you know, think, I'm, I'm patiently waiting. I'm here rubbing my hands down. You're waiting for it to finish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've, I've got to say, I've got to say, Crawford all day. Yeah. Crawford all, all, all day long. I think will um will give uh, Spence problems. I mean, Porter, Porter done very well in there against Spence. So this um, is the question so, I want to ask both of you. Do you think Terence yeah. Crawford can beat Sean Porter? Yeah, yeah, I do. Okay, fair I enough. I do. Yeah, yeah, it'd be a fucking good fight. But yeah, yeah, I do. Okay, I do. because yeah. I won't lie. I think yeah. Sean Porter gives Terence Crawford um, problems all night. Oh, 100%. And when does Sean Porter don't give him problems? But I think, like, he beats him. I Even off, I think he'll probably he'll get a decision. Um yeah. It might be close, but so I think... Crawford will get a decision. No, Porter, I could see... I really can see Porter. After watching him on the weekend, I could really see Porter yeah. getting a decision because he just wouldn't let off the energy and especially seeing the Porter that we saw against Errol Spence Jr. Um, for me, before the fight, we've debated in, in, in the past, i go with Spence Jr. I think he's... I'm not even going to say better fighter because they're both like elite. They're both top fighters. Um, I just think when we're talking about that weight difference um, and both being good fighters and both being aggressive... Yeah. Um, I just think Spence yeah. edges it for me. Um, I definitely know what okay. you mean when you see, like, there was the famous one where they saw each other and Crawford is on it, but Crawford's that kind of a guy, bro. Like, I've seen Crawford in the flesh. Okay. Like, he will get down then okay. and there, whereas Spence is drunk. Yeah. I think where the probably the doubts for me around Spence, not even just the crash, yeah. I will say is the alcohol. Yeah. No, is the, is the alcohol. That, so that, so, so that's that. where you I think, how we, yeah. You know how we all feel about that. Mm. Listen, he's an athlete and he's fucking drinking his head off. Yeah. That's bollocks. That exactly. doesn't, doesn't respect. Yeah. He doesn't respect the craft, Kojo. Yeah. He don't respect the craft. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Stay off it. Do it after you finish boxing. It's a short career. Exactly. So he doesn't. Yeah, he's got all the talent. He's got all the talent in the world. Yeah, we all know that. But inside him, he ain't got that dedication towards it, has he? Why? Why is he drinking for? Why? I mean, I Leave think, it alone. Leave yeah. the boxing. I agree with you. That reminds me of the Adrian Broner and the promise that we had been mm. a four-weight world, uh, four world champion, you know. Had all the promise, had all the talk, but, but you know, he, he allowed... Think... No, but it's still the same thing, but I think Adrian Broner was a bit more loud about it. He exactly. was a bit more loud about it. But exactly. cr- cr- um, Spence, sorry, Spence is... Quiet, Spence quiet. And goes about business. And should... was calling everyone out for time and yeah, nobody was responding. I, I get the drinking so I think part, there's a bit different, yeah. But I don't think he's the only one in the game doing it. It. I yeah, just exactly. feel unfortunately the, he was the only one that got caught because well, stupid he is, the he's crash. Been, exactly and and that's where I feel that's a downfall for him because I'll tell you something like and this is more of an exclusive but so when I was in Saudi I was talking to John David Jackson who was Kovalev's trainer uh, for the Andre Ward fights yeah. and he said after the press conference of the second so they're having the press conference for the second fight they all I can't remember where it was but they all stayed in the same hotel he said press conference is finished people go around about, about their day said literally after a few hours, Kovalev went to the bar and drank. And he was like, not like, oh, one, two little shots, like yeah. more or less a whole bottle. And in the corner was Jay Prince and Andre Ward. And he said to him, he said to Kovalev, what the fuck are you doing? And Kovalev was, he said he was out of his head. So I agree with what you're saying, Daniel. It's a short career, sacrifice it. I know this, I, people don't want us to bring this name in, but look at Mayweather. 
Like this guy didn't yeah. mess about. You know what I mean? He didn't yeah. drink, didn't smoke. That's how party, you do it. And that's how got, you do that's it. That's how you do it. That's how you get to the top. So it's 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 irresponsible from Errol Spence. Um, the only thing yeah. we don't know is when did he start drinking? Has he been doing it long term? Because I would say. I don't know how he's achieved that level well, from Olympics. Elite level, yeah. I, so I, I feel exactly. maybe the best thing for him is it could be it's a recent thing. Um, yeah. And hopefully he I've can... heard little rumours last six months or year. I've been hearing little rumours about it, though. Yeah, bro. bro you no, know it's not even rumours, bro. There's a famous video. Heard, like... he, he's his video okay. on... I can't remember. There's a fight. I'll try and find it. But there's a fight where it's him, Javante Davis and Adrian Broner. And he's smashed, oh, yeah. bro. Like, his mouths. He's, yeah. He, he can't calculate his maths. So he's like... Yeah. And Davis is looking at him like, nigga, you're fucked. And then he literally, because he's like, yeah, I started boxing in, he said something stupid like two years ago. And yeah. Davis is like, no, you didn't. He goes, yeah, I did. I started boxing two years ago. Like, and he's dead serious. And I was like, right, this, this motherfucker drinks. <laughs> <laughs> like, this guy drinks hard. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So I agree with you, Daniel. I think, you know, it's a short career. Like, just stay clean. I'm not saying like, they don't get bored or whatever, but like, I'm not going to be sympathetic to you if you're drinking and essentially you're living your dream, what you worked hard to get, like just stick stick with it. But what can we do? That's it. Yeah. Um, That's so, it. Anything else on your mind, bro? Yeah, just got one more for you. Um, Lerone right. Richards, um, young young fella coming through. Uh, I just want to know your opinion on him. Um, he first, I first sort of took notice on him, um, but I think I heard an interview somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think, I think he, um, he apparently in a sparring session he schooled Chris Eubank Jr. And since then I've like sort of like kept a little eye on him. I just want to know what you guys think of him and what you think he'll do in the future. And uh, is he good enough yeah, to um, um, really mix it at the top? Yeah, it's, I won't lie. I, do, I like him. I'm, I've I've known of Leron Richards now probably for about eighteen months. Um, I think he's got the. The potential, um, obviously, he's in cruiserweight, so that's a tough. Is it cruiserweight or light heavy? He's cruiserweight, right? Light heavy, I believe. No, he's a uh, uh, super middle. Sorry, sorry, super middle. Yes, I got that one totally wrong. Yeah, uh, but yeah, so um, yeah. yeah, I know of him, but again, I'm not. It's it's tough. Um, you hope <clears throat> that. <clears throat> sorry, you would hope from Frank Warren's perspective, at some stage, maybe he's t- him, Lauren Richards, Yard, and Dubois become like the guys he starts pushing forward. Um, but it's hard to really know what he's going to do in, in a year. I think he's just, is he just won an intercontinental continent, title or he's, I know he won a yeah, title last yeah. time out. Um, so yeah, yeah, I need to check that. But I, I, I think, you know what, literally he's in a tough division. Um, I think if he progress for him would really be just becoming a bit more of a, a name, maybe headlining a show down at Copper Box or the York Hall in 2020. Um, opponents wise, it's tough because domestically, I think he's above domestic opponents. So then you're kind of looking like, again, continental European titles. Um, but yeah, I think, I don't see why he can't have a, have a good career or at least a positive 2020. Yeah. 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 So yeah, yeah. let's hope so. Eh? Let's hope so. Yeah. So we'll try and get him on the, on the show as well, yeah, because definitely. those are the kind of guys we want to, to get on the show. Yeah, upset hear their Kings. That's what we want. Exactly. So listen, Daniel, thank you very much for the call. Listen, it's the last call of the year. No appreciate no all worries. the support and support as usual. Have a great Christmas and yeah. New Year's. I'm going to let you finish. But, yeah, just appreciate all the support. Um, keep it up. And, uh, yeah, no, it's been a, a pleasure talking boxing with yeah, you. Yeah, love, bro. And what was you going to say, bro? Nice one, then. 2019, you guys have smashed it. Um, listen, next year, got to take over the, the like, IFL, all these other ones. <laughs> what, whatever, whatever they... No, I, I, I don't know. Sometimes I go... I'm just talking... 
listen, it's a competition. Exactly. Just knock them out. The, knock them out the industry. Oh, listen, that true. that sign you have, that logo you have. Yeah soon will become big, right? Yeah, I know you're all humble on that, respect. but just keep doing it. Loads of interviews throughout 2020, loads of content. Yeah, bro, that's the key, bro. Thank you very much. Plus I appreciate the internet that. with loads of content, yeah? yeah? Bro, that's the plan, bro. Thank you very much. And like I said, have a great Christmas. Right, and look forward to speaking to you in the New Year of Boxing. Damn. Cheers, man. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Merry Happy Christmas. Cheers, bless up. Um, so I cut that. And 348, Mr. Lyons, Tom Lyons, how you doing, sir? Evening, folks. How you doing, How's man? You feeling better? I'm, uh, I'm pulling through, coach, but you know what? Now that I've got a bit of pressure on me, I, I hope I'll be able to talk a bit of sense tonight. <laughs> it's, been, you've, 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 it's been a good good call, so I'm sure you'll be able to deliver. What's on your mind, mate? No, it has. I have to respect all the, the guys that have called in. They've all you know shared some great great points. So I'm going to take a little bit of a diversion from the, the topics and talk about the Jacob Chavez uh, fight coming up. Yes. I think that's something we, we haven't really touched on tonight. Yeah. Um I'm so, I'm actually so happy for for Danny Jacobs now that he can pull away from that bracket at 160. You know, mm-hmm. falling short against Golovkin didn't do enough in the fight to 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 catch the eye of the judges, the Canelos, etc. And I'm just happy now that he can really solidify his his um, resume at 168. I think he's going to be a, a force to be reckoned with, bigger, stronger, a bit more leniency on the weight. And I think Chavez being inactive, I can see Jacobs doing a a, a masterclass on him and uh, really kind of then looking at the likes of Smith, uh, Saunders and just, yeah, just getting a bit of spotlight on his on his own, you know, yeah. not having to rely on the, the, the big guys at 160 and get, get some get some credibility, you know, going again for for his career or this yeah. kind of last phase of his career. Yeah, no, and, and that's a great point, actually, because, we, and we said it at the start of the show, there's been so much to talk about this week um, that we even forgot that goes on, but it kind of, Shows you how popular boxing is that they've put that show on a Friday, 100%. and you've got the Harrison on a Saturday. Um, so no credit. That's a stacked card as well. I know it's gone under the radar, as you said. We didn't touch on it. Um, but you've got Hooker on the undercard. I think Josh Kelly's on the undercard yeah, as well. Boy, PBK. So he wants to make a name out there in the US Needs as well. Needs to make a name. Needs yeah. to make a name. I think he's running out of time, to be honest. Yeah. So Tom, yeah, no, great point. What else is on your mind, bro? I'm sure you must want to mention yeah. the Fury Davidson. I, Come on, I, I feel like I know, I've got to ask yeah, exactly, you. But... <laughs> exactly. What's your take on it? Exactly what's on my mind. Yeah, no, it was a, it was a bit of a surprise. But I mean, like Dwayne said, he is taking this this rematch seriously. You can tell that he's there's obviously a bit of frailty in that in the camp. I can imagine, obviously, after what happened in uh, Vegas with the whole uh, John Fury. Uh, David, so maybe that did play a part. Maybe it didn't. Who knows? We, we, we're not. We, you know, we're only here to observe and give our, our opinions on it. We don't know exactly what's going on inside inside the camp. But I think it'll be a blessing in disguise, really, for for Fury if he can just kind of, you know, lock himself down for the next whatever when January starts, eight to ten weeks, get the world uh, fight done. And you know, it, it's a it's a much harder fight. Don't get me wrong; it's a much harder fight than the first fight. I think Wilder's now built up the reputation that any anyone that goes up against him, they cannot avoid that right hand. That right hand's going to detonate at some point. And it's a, and he, he had the chin test. Fury had the chin test. He got back up. He showed his his uh, cojones that he could get up and withstand the power that Wilder's got. But I just think that if, Wilder, if Fury can try and really break uh, Wilder's heart, ping him from range, keep it long, then when they get up close, tie him up, just... just 
you know, take take seconds, crucial seconds out of each round, play with the referees, commands, etc. Then he can win over the twelve rounds. He can win again, and hopefully, so. it'll be a bit more clarity this time. You know, there won't be as much controversy. It's a difficult, it's a difficult task going over to America and um, getting the decision. But I mean, he did it in Dusseldorf. You'd hope that there's, you know, they're going to have the best judges again. And we'll just have to see what's going to happen. But I think Fury now he'll he'll be a lot more motivated. You know he's had all all the things in the in the mainstream news with the the autobiography. He's had the his opportunity to showcase his story. But now it's back to business and getting that that Wilder uh, rematch done and uh, you know re- rewriting history again. Yeah, Tom, Mark, I completely agree with you, buddy. Yeah. Um, I think that was a great actually analysis of mm. how you think things and taking it seriously. But one question I, I think, think we've also of course of we, we've kind of taken under brushed under the carpet a little bit, but. What do we think about the eye? Do you think the eye will play a big part? Well, I mean, he 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 took a risky a risky one going over to the WWE. You know, it's this. You have to give these injuries time to heal. You know, we're elite level boxing. You know, the, the cuts like that can open up very quickly. We saw AJ when he landed that right hand within the first minute or two in the first round of the fight last week. You know, these cuts when you when you got big, uh, big twelve. 12-ounce gloves, 10-ounce gloves, 19-stone guys, and they hit you at the top of the head. Cuts can open up. It's, 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 it's boxing. These things, we don't we don't want to see that. We want to see clean-cut boxing. We want to see the the, 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 the boxing science. Um, but when it gets rough and ready, you've got to be able to adapt and, you know, this is going to happen. But we haven't seen um, a major cut. Wilder hasn't had a major cut. Fury's cut, obviously, he was able to kind of put that to the side, focus on, because he has the boxing ability. Against someone like Otto Wallen, no disrespect to him, but like that, it's going to obscure your vision, but it's not going to be something you're looking at across the ring from you if you think, oh, it's a Wilder in front of me. I'm I'm covered with one eye. Um, So, I mean, if it opens up again, then it's going to be be bad news, I think, for Fury, because you can't, again, you can't... um, you can't look past that right hand, yeah. that right hand of Wilder. I mean, you know? but you, you mentioned something, uh, Tom, in your earlier statement. I have to say, actually, I think it's it's a point where I, I, I certainly can't, I forgot about it. Um, is that um, it, the, his dad's reaction to the Wallin fight and the cut and saying, and he was quite critical. He's very, if you think about it, actually, very critical um, yeah. of, of Davidson in the whole corner. So I don't think it necessarily it might have made him act in such a way, but I think. No matter what, especially after the Ortiz fight, the short right hand from Wilder was something we hadn't seen before and it finished him. So that tells you, as you said, you can't take any chances with Wilder. Going back to how you said what Wild Fury needs to do, Fury's the only guy who I can see doing that. That little fidgeting, like like feints, um, throwing a jab out, moving ahead, then just circling, just running down the clock. It's the only guy I can yeah. see to do that, that 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 can do that. So, yeah, from my point of view, um, yeah, I think you made some great points there. So, yeah, let's see. Um, but and I mean, Fury is the Fury is sorry to cut you. Fury right. is the 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 master of defense, you know. But yeah. Wilder's showing improvements in his footwork. He's showing improvements on how he's setting up shots. And <laughs> they're they're two big guys. This ring ain't like some you know yeah. massive. Uh, Massive field, you know, it's, it's it's a ring at the end of the day. So yeah. whether Wilder is able to cut the ring off a lot better this time, we'll have to see. I think he'll be working on stuff like that because Fury's able to, like you said, he's he's nimble on his feet. He's able to move around on the back foot, dance, etc. And this um, is where the turning, politics. Turning 
No, exactly. Because yeah, yeah. You, you mentioned something exactly that. Do you remember when Klitschko fought Fury? There was all this behind the scenes shenanigans with the ring, with the foam. Um, Wilder might employ something similar, get a shorter ring. So Wild Fury's got less distance to run because I think a lot of people commented on the Joshua Ruiz rematch that the ring seemed quite big. Huge. Right? So these are all the little things that, that you try and use to get a one-upmanship. But I don't care what... To be honest, I just for me, I'm like, I'm so surprised Wilder wants to take that rematch. Um, but I also understand why he wants it's like I'm surprised but I also understand because he feels like he can make the improvements which is good but I'm like Fury can also improve which don't underestimate that I don't think he should underestimate that that, Mm -hmm. the difference in that fight with Klitschko was that Klitschko was already a beaten man before he stepped in there Wilder's a lot more patient he doesn't get you know although there's a lot of bravado and back and forth etc He's proved that he's a lot more patient in fights, and that he can—he knows that it only takes one or two shots for for them to instantly earn that respect. Yeah. Whereas I think Klitschko was—he can employ all the tactics in the world uh, with the, the the layer of the the canvas, mm-hmm. but he was never going to have the success that Wilder had in that first fight. Like four punches, whatever, whatever his success rate was, Klitschko's—he was never going to land cleanly on Fury because of how frustrated he was getting, the way he couldn't narrow the distance, the way he was just. He, he had no confidence in himself to to let his hands go. Whereas I think Wilder's going to take risks and whether it pays, you know, he might get caught himself and it could be, you know, a whole different fight. And we saw that when Fury was able to counter well um, in, in, in the first fight. So it, I think it's the more we go on about it, it's going to be more intriguing as we, as we get closer. And Tom, I'm going to ask you last question um, before, before we move on. Um, uh, next gen show yep. taking place at your call. Thoughts on that, on that, on that fight night? Yeah, see my guy uh, Craig Richards uh, yeah. get the get the job done, and then move on to that Pitters fight. And I think that will be then the fight to really consolidate how well he's done this year. You know, he's he. You look at you look back and all the fights that he's been in, he's been written off. You know, he's been the underdog, but at the end of the day, they only focus on your last on your last performance, and it's always your last win, and that and that then elevates you up the up the rankings and I think it's going to be a big year for, for Spider. I think he, he's definitely closing in on European and who knows, he might break into that, into that world level. So, and I think the, the main event, like I know um, you guys touched on it earlier with Riyadpur, he's also in it, always an exciting fight. So I know not much about that Massey. Um, I can't, yeah. don't get me wrong. I don't, I don't know a lot about him. I know you're supposed to fight a Coley, but again, that's probably another win we can see for, for Riyadpur. And then why not chuck him back into the into the deep end against a Coley or you know move? I know a Coley's moving on etc. to to World Honors, but yeah, it's it's an interesting time for that cruiserweight division. So definitely, no, exactly. I couldn't exactly. agree with you more. To I was saying to Coach earlier, if you tuned in, if you were tuning in about React Paul and and, and Coley's still that exciting fight. I think it's the kind of modern day or kind of enhancement of. The, the flop of mm. Chamberlain or Coley mm. Chamberlain because yeah. that's actually an exciting... I generally do believe, even though we said about Chamberlain and Coley back then in February, I think 2018 yeah. or whatever, yeah. it was an exciting fight. I think React Paul has been experienced. He's been there. He's had more fights and, you know, I bumped into Chamberlain mm. the other day. He's looking really good as well and, mm. you know, perhaps we could see him and... I think I'd like to see that Riyadh probably Paul. more. Yeah. Him and React Paul because, you know, I saw... Uh, I bumped into um, uh, Chambo and he's looking in phenomenal shape yeah, like he yeah. is looking really really good so mm. potentially that and then maybe yeah. getting the mm. voluntary if you know all things equal mm. and yeah. Cody retaining or winning uh, the world yeah. honours so you know exciting times for the cruiserweight but yeah, I still want to go back to a heavyweight 
WB, WBC or what, what, the World Boxing, WS, World Boxing World Super, Super Series, Series yeah. of, you know, the, the, the heavyweights in the game because I think we need to keep riding the heavyweight wave. But. Exactly. So listen, Tom, thank 100%. you for, thank you very much yeah. for the call. Listen, um, enjoy the Christmas New Year. Yes, All please. the support. Take Look care. forward to seeing you in 2020. Um, enjoy the yeah, time off with the fam. Last year, last word, just want to say from everyone that's called in right through to you guys, setting the agendas every week, got to give massive, massive respect to you because at the end of the day, the most important thing in boxing is interaction. And that's what we have with, with the chat show is getting people's opinions, exactly. disagreeing, agreeing, you know, exactly. we, we, we can all use that as a fuel to really kind of forward the the wave and the campaign so exactly. no, definitely. it's a big, big 2020 for everyone yeah, thank you well said well said mate so listen enjoy the time off and speak soon cheers mate you too mate cheers. happy Christmas see you later guys cheers bye bye so thanks for all the callers as usual see we're now running over I said to people raps, raps on TV won't be able to go on for an hour we're going to have to make that an hour and a half and then before you know it boom two hour shows Um. so yeah no really looking forward to well, what, what 2020 has to bring Um. Obviously, lots going on. Um, we're going to try and do, if not this year, definitely start next year, a bit of a review of 2019, talk about best wins, in, which is subjective. Um, losses, obviously, I think upsets, there's probably going to be one winner there um, in upset of the year. But fighters, what your predictions are for 2020? If those of you that listen to the show for quite a while, you know that I use it at the first show of the, of the year. I give my prediction of what I feel is going to happen for the year. So yeah, yeah, I've been quite, I've, I've not gone too far. I've not been too off point. So I'm um, going to do that. But um, like I said, as always want to get more of you calling in, interacting in the studio. We're all about fans talking boxing. This is Raps on TV. Um, Sam, last word before we go. Uh, big up to everyone tuning in. We're only going to get bigger and stronger. We are um, going for strength to strength, giving you fans the ultimate platform to say your piece. Mm-hmm. Please tune in. Look forward to next year. We've got some exciting interviews, exciting insights, yep. really a lot more interviews and inter- intimate stuff going on with a lot of fighters. So yep. just tune in and, you know, look forward to speaking to you on 2020. Exactly. Yeah? So listen, guys, thank Take you. I can't, I can't, for the guys that listen, past, present, and future, the Facebook watchers, YouTube subscribers, likes, all of that. Listen, thank you. But next year, we're really looking to hit it hard. Um, so, yeah, have a great Christmas and New Year's, whatever you're doing, whatever you're celebrating, and enjoy the fights this weekend. We will miss one last fight, but that's going to be an action-packed night. Javante Davis versus Gamboa. Badu Jack taking on Jean-Pascal. Badu. Make sure you watch that, and we'll probably have to do the review in the New Year if I don't start doing a bit of freestyle shows from my house. But, guys, thank you very much. Enjoy the Christmas period. Take we care, are out. Bless Peace. Up. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready. He's taken another one and another, and Howard Foster has stopped it. Wow, that is going to be controversial. That's a crunching right hand, and that must finish it. It must finish it. Taylor trying to catch himself, using his jab. It's a right hand, another right hand, and he goes down. Oh, my God.